0: Hi guys, KO here. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila, where we are working to inspire positive, radical social evolution. I am so excited today. We have a TNT creative specific conversation with one of my longtime lacrosse friends, Cora Sexton Wheeler. She is a longtime laxer, professional, and now full time artist. She shares her journey on making the leap and leaning into her own happiness and now creating this incredible art. Denver native check her out it's really amazing Cora thank you so much for the time and energy I can't wait to catch up in real life be sure to check out our videos and all things on YouTube and download like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts cheers welcome to turmeric and tequila with your host Kristen Olson questioning a better way one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I am so excited today. I have one of my longtime lax homies of like, I don't even know, 15, 20 years in the house. And the best part is, is we're not even really, we're going to talk a little bit about lacrosse, but we're actually grown ass adults doing grown up things now. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about professional situations, which 15, 20 years ago, I don't know that our young selves would have even predicted this, Um, but I'm going to welcome Cora Sexton Wheeler to the TNT mic. Welcome, Cora.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Ko. I'm excited. Yes. So on Turmeric and
0: Tequila, we obviously are here for Graceful Disruption. And all things uh, diversity, and inclusion, and equality. And I started this series of TNT creatives really highlighting our creative individuals because in my own personal journey, I've really figured out how important that creative outlet is for me. Um, but it's hard to do and it's not something that we're, I think, super culturally aware. So I really wanted to bring out individuals that took that leap, leaning into their creative side because number one, I really do think it builds that common denominator with humanity of regardless where you came from or how you look or whatever, we can all kind of relate to art, dance, music. Um, but doing that and leaning into it in life is hard. So I want to highlight these varsity humans doing their thing, sharing their journey. <laughs> Cora is, I mean, again, we've been friends forever. I didn't even know this art angle was a piece of her world. Um, so Cora, why don't we jump in and tell us, give us a little bit about young Cora? Maybe not all of oh, these, just because I know you won't tell
1: mine. <laughs> I know, right? Gotta keep those in the va- in the vault. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I feel like young Cora was a hot mess and older Cora is still a hot mess. So just trying to like pretend not to be, but it's still there. Um that's why we're friends, by the way. I don't I can just be honest about it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Take it or leave it. So um I you know, I've always played lacrosse. Lacrosse is a huge love of my life. That's where we met. Um, played through high school, played at DU after, and then played the bail shootout with you. And yeah. that was awesome Um, and now I have kids and one of my sons I have one son he plays lacrosse and I coach with him and he does the veil shootout now so it's come full circle and so lacrosse is still a huge part um, I'm thankful for. But then other than that, um, I grew up in Denver and never left, um, <laughs> went to college here too, and uh, I studied um, pre-med and then went to dental hygiene school and was on track to go to dental school, and so my whole life was biology, chemistry, um, patient care, that kind of thing, and art was always like an undertone of it. And um, I think as I became a mom, I now have three kids, and as I started to move forward in life, things continued to change, and I slowly, after maybe seven to 10 years, let go of the dental side and continue to grow my art side, which is now what I'm doing full-time. Um, so, I don't know, it's been a long journey, which is crazy looking back, but... yeah. Well,
0: Definitely trying I to evolve. It, it, I think what's so cool is you. I mean, we graduate high school, you graduate college, you kind of think like you know your path. In retrospect, I look back at my like 18 year old self when I graduated high school, <laughs> and then like my 22, 23 year old self when I graduated college. Oh my god. Girl by. Like there was no right. <laughs> way of knowing. We I mean, even if we studied what we were going to be doing now, I don't think we really would have got the joke. Um, and the best thing I loved about our so we both played D on Lacrosse. And the best thing I loved that we had this opportunity to play after college, we made some incredible friends. And through yeah. lacrosse, it built out this community of really like-minded individuals. And I and mm-hmm. just like art and music, I think that's what you know, your art can do and bring communities together. But we were such a unique group of humans where we'd show up to veil and go hard after hours, you know, drink and party and whatever, but then show up yeah. and compete. And we won uh, a year and we were always, I think, top three, shout out CRSlacrosse.com. Um, but it was, it, it was just kind of like this crazy, like super intense human off the field, super intense human on the field. We handled business. So now when I circle yeah. back and I, I see these humans doing really incredible things like accountants and CEOs and VPs, I'm like, insane. shit, like I know, <laughs> I know I know how hard I know you the other the side of you. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense. Cause like, if you could do that on the field, it doesn't surprise me that you go hard in the paint off the field. Uh, yeah. no pun intended here, no, but totally. did you, did you do art and stuff like in middle school and elementary school, like with the love and the passion was always there?
1: Yeah, it was always there. Always a class. I excelled in, enjoyed, um, used my creativity through life. Um, Especially, I did a lot of work with florals too, and that's work with colors, a lot with my hands. Um, And even the dental world, like you're using your tactile sensitivity and small instruments where you're carving teeth. And I was pediatric, so even smaller with children. Um, But the art just in creating was always there. Um, I just never thought of that as my career, Uh, just because my dad was a pediatric dentist and I grew up in that whole world. I'm like, this is what I'm gonna do. And I love that whole side, but, and I was passionate about it, but not as passionate as I am with the art side of everything. And I think it's hard because we grow up thinking we're going to have this career path and we have to do it for the rest of our lives. Kind of like our parents. I know my parents, my dad was a dentist forever and my mom was a flight attendant forever. Um, And so I feel like we feel we have to stay with something, even though we might not be happy in it. so I really had to take a big push to like shut that door and open this new one to know like it's okay to change paths and I'm it's just it's been a, such a, a great journey and I'm just it makes me more thankful to be where I am now because I went through a lot to get here you know and I appreciate being able to express myself and just be my own boss even and I don't know it just I'm I'm happy every day to like get to work on my pieces of art so yeah. Well, I think gratitude there
0: gratitude's everything. And I think that even that lesson takes a little while for you to like grow up and mature and really get the joke. And I think there's a really amazing lesson that you just displayed where it really does take time. Like we can be intentional yeah. about getting the degree and doing everything we thought we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And we and because we did those things, the outcome will be, you know, I'm a dentist, I'm successful, I'm this. but really, even that path was, making you prepared for something completely different. So you had to continue to show up, but really Mm -hmm. you have to kind of surrender, let go and just go with what changes.
1: Yeah. And I think you just have to be confident with it. I think, you know, mine wasn't a, a one day I went from here to here. Like it was a gradual process, like we just said. And, um, I, it just, I started painting on the side and it was like a hobby, but something I wanted to do for myself. And we, I created pieces for our home. And then, friends and family are like, oh, I, I like one of those. And I'm like, okay. So it just kind of grew. And then finally I was kind of like, I think I can stop doing dental and I can do this full time and still raise my three kids and try to make it in other areas of life too, but actually be happy. And I think yeah. that's where we all need to individually figure out like, what can we do to make our, our personal selves happy and not just live for everybody else. And I feel like that's something I've really tried to work on because I'm such a people pleaser in a lot of ways. Um, so, I think it's just so important as we get older, realize like what's important to you? What do you want to spend yeah. your time with? Like, it's so fast and short as we get yeah. older. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> think there's
0: there's life reminders. And I also think it's generational. Like, you saw our parents, mine worked, you know, really hard. My mom was a stay at home mom, but before kids, I would have chose the career. Um, oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. It was, it was, you have three. So you're close. Yeah. But four is, it's the most. And I, I was the oldest of um, four and three brothers. So, three dudes oh, is my a lot. God. It's yeah, Um, I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, it's it's a situation. I have dogs for a reason now. Uh, we're open to the future again, we don't know what's coming, but like for right now, we're good out here with animals, uh, literal ones. Um, but you, you know, you, you, I think that generation was so like, you do that, you, you work and it doesn't matter. Happiness really isn't a question. And then our generation uh-huh. kind of comes in and we're like, mm, but we've tried all this and this isn't really making me happy. And I think the next generation is like, F it. I don't want money. I just want to chill, <laughs> whatever. Like, I'm curious yeah. to see like how your kiddos maybe in like five or six years are like, do I want to go to college because of, you mm-hmm. know, school debt, or maybe I want to be in trades or maybe I want to do art. Yeah. Like the societies open up those doors. So I think priorities, even mm-hmm. as a young person, that conversation starts. Starts to happen earlier.
1: It is kind of it's cool. I think it's exciting. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of uh, important roots that we grew up with to create that hard worker and to know like the tenacity and to stay with it and that it's it might not pay off now, but it will in the long run. So I think our parents definitely taught us that, which I think is huge. um, And that journey I keep saying journey. But um, (laughs) so I think but I do look forward to the future and like the more opportunities that are created for our kids. Like my son, Ryder, he's 10 and in Fifth grade now, He is obsessed with hockey and lacrosse, but he, his big thing is like, oh, mommy, I'm going to play for the abs. Like I'm going to go to yes. college <laughs> play for the abs. And then lately he's like, I don't know, uh, lacrosse might be my second sport or maybe my first, but hockey. And so he's really into that, but he loves to do art too. And it's such a Yay. soft side too. And it's just cool to see how they develop and trying to show them all the, like you're saying with all the possibilities and the new things that are changing.
0: Yeah. Our society is just our society is just so much more, I think, open minded, accepting. Well, some of it. And yeah. it's you know, it's it's evolving and like really unique opportunities are happening that we that didn't exist. Like even my job didn't exist when we were in high school or in college. Like, even if you would have so told true. my high school self, like, you're gonna do some podcasting, I'd be like, mm, what the F is that? And now nah, let's <laughs> totally. do it again. Let's like do like, wait, I'm not doing backup dancing for Madonna, like re-spin the wheel. That's on me. the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's on the side. Um, um, I mean, it, and, you know, every Saturday with some tequila, it's happening in my mind and in my living room, but other than that, uh, yeah, you, you kind of just don't know how the world's going to unfold. So I think it's cool Mm-mm. when you're a parent like yourself and you've kind of had this, you know, unique journey, then you can foster those opportunities for your kiddos. Yeah. It's do been, you, uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say, do you think that, um, are you more conscious now? Like your journey has really impacted you in a certain way to make you a better, more, a more open-minded parent.
1: I think so in some ways. Um, you know, I I love education and I grew up going through, you know, college for four years, dental hygiene for two, dental was going to be another four. So I love learning. Um, and I, f- I find value in that, too. And I think sometimes I struggle with not having a whole art background. Um, and I've been doing art for about on my own for about 10 years now. So it's I, it's more of a self-taught, but I'm still learning every day. Each piece I get to do, I learn more. Um, But I do, going back to my kids, I find value in them going to school and trying to, I think school does a good job of helping them find different areas and experience new things. But I think sometimes we're a little narrow-minded there. Like, I wish I would have taken art classes and not just biology and chemistry, you know? So I think I'll try to help motivate them to do that as well, Um, just to try different areas. Like, I could have used some business classes. I mean, I'm oh. horrible at business stuff. And- yeah.
0: Well, and <laughs> being on. Not- and- Entrepreneur, you kind of have to wear all the hats, and you learn on that as you go. I'm really actually yeah. thankful. Well, I started some of that early because I was just kicked into the the dirt and figured it out. Um, but the, mm-hmm. our school curriculums, I think you bring up an excellent excellent point. We don't have a lot of like life skills, relationships, financial planning. I just had Ryan Harris from the Bronco to talk Broncos to talk oh, I listen about. Listen to it. I listen yeah, to this e- was so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like it taking was taking notes. I'm like, thank you. For I know. That <laughs> he's like, here's what we do for the kids. I was like, well, can I come to class? Like, I'm 40. Is that cool? Um, but it's just like shit we didn't learn. So I'm like, where is our like we need to update so I think when you have parents like yourself that can kind of broaden the spectrum or even seeing kids specialize in sports so early I'm like dude you're gonna spend a 100k in lacrosse by the time you're in eighth grade and then hate it and not even want a scholarship in it when you can get it
1: it's insane I mean I'm seeing it with with Ryder he does uh competitive hockey and lacrosse and so he does like the rec teams but he's also on travel teams with both and I'm thankful he can do both, but he's missing practices with some and the other. And, and then Maxine is in competitive soccer, but that is like her life. And she's only in third grade. And so oh they're God. like, we're seeing people get burnout um, at yeah. like fifth and sixth grade and needing to try a new sport. So I, I'm trying to encourage them to be multi-sport athletes too, just to try different, different things. And you're right. It is a lot like career paths too, like But there's just not enough time. I feel like that's the hardest thing.
0: I know. Well,
1: you know, before we jumped on the mic, we talked a little bit about
0: the pandemic. And obviously it was Mm -hmm. deeply destructive and some really massive challenges and a major shift in our universe and and daily overall. And there was some upsides as far as slowing down and like some deep disruption in like our everyday realities. And some real gold came out of that as far as slowing down, reprioritizing, having more family time or self time Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um... Mm -hmm. And I think reevaluating really what's important and shifting that. And I think it takes some of those really big breakdown, breakthroughs in those life shifts. And some of so them can true. be devastating, but it, it provides some clarity. I know you had talked about um, different influences in your life as far as being a native to Colorado, some of mm-hmm. your native American roots, but really mm-hmm. uh, your family. And um, I think the influence yeah. from your father, do
1: you wanna share a little bit of information around that? Yeah, sure. Um, might choke me up a little bit, but... <laughs> Um so growing up my dad found I kind of grew up in the city but then also on a ranch in Durango. Um my dad and my mom always wanted to have some land and so maybe when I was in junior high they started looking for some property and finally hit Durango and they found some ranch land. So every weekend we would drive down to Durango and uh we we had black Angus cattle so we'd move the cattle hay the fields like do all that on the weekends and then back in the city, playing sports during the week. Um, So I got a little bit of both worlds, which I think helped create that grit too and that hard work ethic of like staying out in the field till eight at night when, until the sun goes down, you know, and like watering and, um, and just the appreciation of what it takes to, create something and build something. And just being in nature too. A lot of my pieces are inspired by the mountains or Native American culture, um, Western, and just a lot of Colorado feels and vibes go into it. Um, It definitely was encouraged by both my parents um, to really appreciate nature and everything around us too and how we could incorporate that into our lives as well. And just like a respect and an appreciation for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I I love um when artists, whether you're a DJ or a a, a, or a painter or something like that, um you can see how their heart space is connected to their art, and it literally comes through them. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about it, because it's not like something, uh like a robot where you know how to put it together, and it you know there's a beginning, end like accounting or math, which I'm sort mm-hmm. of here for those things, not really. I outsource that, but it's <laughs> it, there's no there's no roadmap, but you see all these the your pieces of your life really kind of display and come to fruition like just mm-hmm. through you like you can't even really visualize what it is it just mm-hmm. is there and like that's why i love art it's mm-hmm. so
1: powerful and you see somebody's kind of like life journey go through mm-hmm. onto the the print or the canvas it's so true i feel like um you can learn the artist's voice and i think art's so subjective and everybody has i think we're all trying to say something and want to feel important and a part of society um and i think with art you can make that whatever you want. There's so many with like political views and all of that. And, um, which I appreciate and respect that my art is more on like tactile sensitivity. Like you can touch and feel it. And I just want to make you feel happy. You know, like mine is not, there's nothing political about it. It's more just to appreciate everything around us and try to bring some of the outdoors in or the culture in, but still just, I want you to look at it and just be like, oh, I'm glad I got that piece or A lot of times, most of my work I create with clients or with um, collectors. So we find a space in their home, and we talk about color palette and what they want the subject matter to be. And as long as it kind of goes along with what I create, then we create it together for their space, um, which really I really enjoy. Because then I connect with people on a different level. They're involved in that piece of art, and then they like it even more. Because, I mean, art's expensive, and I would hate for someone to look at it and be like, God, why did we buy that? You know, yeah. I want them to be like, oh, we are we part of that. And there's a lot of symbols in my pieces, too. Um, just throughout, like, whether it's the number of buffalo represents the amount of kids in their family, you know, or different symbols on headdresses mean different things. And I just try to incorporate it and make it each piece unique to each person or family that it's created with. So I think- I lo- connecting is so fun.
0: Yeah, well, I love that. And you, you can make it so personal and so dialed in, um, but that's super vulnerable. Because again, if you're mm-hmm. asking me to teach your kid lacrosse or put together a, a mechanical car or something, but when you're like taking someone's interpretation, I mean, even when I go to the hairdresser, I'm like, here's what I'm thinking. I walk out, oh, I'm like, yeah, that's so not hard. it, dude. That, it's not it. I, did, I didn't communicate clearly. So art, I can't I can <laughs> even imagine where I'm like, okay, I'm taking your vision in my creative brain. Like, this is my version of art. Like, I don't, I don't know how you- I mean, I really applaud your ability to be vulnerable in that and have enough confidence to, like, take their vision and make it come to fruition and be, like, secure
1: in what you're going to produce. Oh, Thank you. That's really kind. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I think it is a process, and, you know, with going through um, working with patients and, uh, like, in the dental field and stuff, and you're listening to what's hurting them or what's going on in their mouth. So I feel like my whole life I've tried to listen and create and, like, help people um, but now I've actually found how I want to help people and that's with creating art with them and I listen to them and you know it, there's definitely hiccups and there each piece takes maybe about a month to two months and I check in with um, the collector and send them photos and we talk through it um, and we do a sketch at the beginning and a mock-up um, just to make sure the color palette is what we both are envisioning because maybe blue could be so different to me than it is to you um, but yeah I think a lot of times too, it takes me to a whole new level though. Like something I creatively, maybe color palette wise would not normally gravitate towards and wouldn't paint. They're like, Oh, let's do these colors. And I'm like, okay, let's try it. And then it turns out like, this is great. You know, like (laughs) good call. Like, thanks for uh, doing this, you know? So it's kind of collaborative. I don't know. It's, it's a different approach, but I want people to be involved with it and feel good about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I think
0: that sense, that sense of community is just like lacrosse where it's like you come equip, mm. you're great at offense, I'm great at defense or whatever. And then you collectively work together. It's like, oh, I didn't think so of true. playing this way or sliding then, or it's just that mm-hmm. like collective good to kind of head towards a goal and working mm-hmm. with people.
1: We've been doing that our whole lives. It just so shows true. up in different fashion. Oh, I love hearing lacrosse talk. I'm like, yes, yes. Slide <laughs> on D and then what? I know. <laughs> so, I know.
0: I've okay, considered I'm like, her. Should I go back and play just for like a season? I'm like, mm, no, like I don't even I'm know where too, my stick so is. Bad.
1: Yeah. I'm too slow. I feel like, or I'd get so angry and I'd like check her too hard. Cause I couldn't physically get there, you know?
0: Right. But I'll, I'll sit by the end of my like car and drink a beer and a sweaty lacrosse penny and just like go on a jog with my stick. Perfect.
1: Perfect. It looks cool. Yeah. But, but with i that too, like with the coaching side of it, um, and with, uh, collectively cre- being a team like you're referencing I think also you know how many times were you maybe there's a certain coach that you always gravitated towards I always liked Kinsley and she was our defensive coach and assistant coach I'd be I was oh you know Kinsley <laughs> <laughs> I forget that we even have that connect that the world is so small it's crazy yeah and I'd always be like okay Kinsley like what am I doing wrong help me with this you know and that there was positive feedback but then also you know there was criticism but it was creative criticism or what's the term for it um where, you know, she was she would tell you what you're doing wrong, but then help you do it right. Constructive and criticism. Thank yeah. you. I'm like, why yeah. are these things coming? You. It takes a village, see? I know it totally does. I'm like, thanks, COVID. My brain not having it, but not being with other adults that much. Like, how do I talk to an adult? <laughs> not to my children. Um, but that constructive criticism, you know, like I feel like you have to have a tougher skin doing a, being a D1 athlete. I mean, heck, how many times are they like, you're not gonna start today because you sucked yesterday? And you're like, Oh, God, you know, so it's like, thanks. I I thought I played well, but, you know, so just like rolling with it and adapting. Um, I feel like a lot of like sports help you learn to be in a team and take positives and negatives and keep moving forward. And the confidence, I think just the confidence is the biggest thing that we're all trying to work on. Like I'm working on it with my kids every day. I'm working on myself every day, just putting myself out there. So I think the sports really help with that as long as you get some good experiences, like I've heard of bad experiences that a lot of yeah. people have, but I feel like if you can get the good ones in there too, it's just so beneficial. Agree. When I think even those
0: bad ones, I mean, I've had some where it's like really ripped me to the ground, especially, you know, yeah. and CrossFit and some of the other things, you get older and Kinsley actually does mm-hmm. CrossFit too. And she knows oh, dear yeah. white women, some other, went to high school with one of my other guys. So she's sort circulating in the orbit here. So shout out to Kinsley. Um, hey girl. <laughs> but it's such a small world, but uh, it's, it is crazy how you have to, you look back and you look at some of these real breakdown breakthroughs and you're like, I probably needed that even if it was bad, but the way totally. you, you can foster some of those life skills through sports early on, mm-hmm. I think it's instrumental because life really doesn't get any easier. In fact, I think it gets h- harder and better, but you have mm-hmm. to be able to pack a helmet
1: and be able to stand through totally. some things. Yeah. You got to be able to take it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you just, I was talking to another girlfriend, Lauren Davis, Lauren Cannon,
0: Oh, yeah, I know her. Yes, well. Lancers. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. she's she one of my besties. Talk to her every day. Yay. Um, and she, you know, we we're talking about like our kids and building the life tools on how to work through. You know, I've got three kids, two of them being girls. You know, and I'm talking with one of them about how to navigate the girl gang. You know, and like yeah. how to be nice <laughs> and kind and don't don't be this way. And you know, or like, and just helping her build those tools. And there's so many times where I'm like, I want to step in, and Lauren, will be, like, you know, Car, you you need to let her. Learn that lesson on her own through like behind the coaches or all this other stuff. She can't have you. I can't be that helicopter parent, you know, and it's just those tools that we learned on our own. Like my parents were never there when I got like mean girled and stuff like that. So it's just like working through life. You, you gotta experience it.
0: Yeah, I agree. But also call the lax crew and we'll come show up like 50 crazy ants and some, break some bitches yes. down.
1: Just kidding. Totally. Time, lead with kindness.
0: <laughs> um, but No, there is. You You got to kind of go through. I'm hoping our young females are evolving so we're getting out of that mean girl mentality. Uh, but I don't, I know. I just think that might be a slow progression.
1: But I feel like we've all, I mean, I've been on all sides of that spectrum. Yeah, Like, you sure. know, I've been the mean girl. I've had someone be a mean girl to me. Like, and it still happens, you yeah. know? So I think just trying to, teach my kids to be kind and you know treat people like how you want to be treated um and just being conscious of how someone else might feel yeah with what what they're going through or what you're doing i don't know it's it's hard. Adulting is so hard.
0: Dude, I know. I, I literally, I think I'm kind of, even now it's hard for me to believe that we're having this conversation. I know. And like, we're, you know, in the, the tap room, you know, 42 natty lights deep and it's still in our lacrosse kilt with like mud on our face. And, yeah, and it's I don't like, know.
1: This it's, on the back. yeah. It's,
0: it's all perfect. So kids, if you're out there wondering and scrambling, there's hope we were pulling yeah. our shit together. Um, stay totally. strong
1: trying baking I, it until you make I,
0: it <laughs> yeah I think it's it's really true you got to have like I think some kids do need some like hypothetical ass whips and like some really critical feedback but on the flip yeah. side as I've gotten older and I've gotten to learn maybe some of the humans I didn't get along with I was like oh they were going through this really tough time at that so point so true and you you so just so true you don't know when to be empathetic you don't know and- what
1: someone is going through yeah yeah,
0: yeah. And, and nowadays I really do I really have a lot of space for our young humans because I think a lot is thrown at them so so young and it's really Really, really I mean, hard. social
1: media yeah oh, i can't like, imagine i can't I see imagine people having a party that i wasn't invited to and i'm like oh that kind of hurt my feelings but i can't imagine right. being a teenager seeing that you know right. like that's so much more devastating i feel like it's harder to get over things because you haven't learned how to yet yeah or that know that it's not a big deal
0: or your confidence is based on likes or engagements yeah. or you have to post yeah. stuff. Like I hated my oh, like yeah. school picture once a year. I couldn't imagine if I was, I'm oh now on social
1: media now, obviously, <laughs>
0: but because totally. I don't give a shit, but it's yeah. back in the day, I'm like, oh my God, it took me like a month You're to right. pick out my shirt that I was going to wear.
1: Totally. And like, would the mall bangs go this way? Yes. Or would they go this way? <laughs> Did you braces then? Yeah like yeah i'm
0: semi-disappointed you didn't show with mall banks today i'm not gonna lie
1: you know uh (laughs) next time next Next time time, yeah we'll we'll
0: circle (laughs) that we'll do a full art piece on that um that we'll have to pay someone to take
1: but that's okay i mean mall banks were art in themselves i it took me a whole versus half yeah (laughs) The hairspray. Real story. When I couldn't get them right, I'd be like,
0: I'm sick. I can't go to school. Cause like my bangs weren't right. So I would literally fake sick. My mom's like, get in the fucking car. Like she's like, mind.
1: I see that your bangs aren't right. I know what you're doing. Yes, <laughs> Just crimp them and let's go.
0: Yeah. Seriously. We'll we'll do them in the car. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, well, so now I mean, are you speaking of like kind of like mental wellness with our kiddos? I really do yeah. think like creativity, art, sports, that kind of stuff are critical. Is that something you intentionally put into your kiddos' life now it being such an outlet for you?
1: Yeah, it's just um, I think both my husband and I, we love sports, love sports. So I'm so thankful that two out of three so far love sports, too. So that works well. Um, And I think, you know, when COVID was happening, my son still was able to do hockey and it was such as like a saving moment period for him to be able to still do hockey because he was still with his friends like we did do learning pods so there's like maybe four boys together but then we could he could still go to practice and games and parents weren't allowed in but we'd watch it all on like Facebook or something they'd live stream it cool um But his personality and his attitude, we all got along so much better. Um, He was just happier when he was still able to engage and play. And he's not, he's a quiet kid. He's not like a crazy aggressive boy, um, which I'd be great if he was that way too. Like, I just love (laughs) boys. I'm like, whatever, I'll take it. Um, Acceptable. Yeah. He's like calm and mild mannered. So you would think, oh, he's fine. But no, he needed to get out there and play hard and play rough and, that social. And then my daughter, Maxine, she, she was still into soccer and stuff, but a lot of that kind of stuff got shut down. So I was thankful for Ryder being older too, to really still get to experience that. But with art and all that creativity and outlets, I do find it makes my kids, they're such happier kids when they're doing all those things. Um, especially then I'm not like pretty much every day after school, they've got an hour and then we're off to practice of some sort. Like Maxine has, three nights of soccer and then not including games and then Ryder will start up with hockey and lacrosse and so every night we'll have practice but then I'm like if we're not doing that then we'd be home and I'd be like get off your iPad stop watching TV you know like stop doing screen time so instead we're out there and yeah it's kind of a grind to drive and everything but they're happy and I enjoy they're getting to the point where they're good at sports and it's fun to watch them. And yes. I vicariously live through them again. And I'm like, hit them harder. You You're that. Hear We're totally going to be those,
0: those humans. My dad yeah. would be on the sideline with like out of shirt, getting a tan. I think that's illegal now. Um, but doing just like a bunch of weird parents from the nineties things. Uh, you can bring that back. I have faith that that is something you yeah. can accomplish. Um, I, I love that. And I, I think even those, number one kids out and doing sports that's kind of our our version of getting into nature like getting around the grass or yeah. even if it's like high-end astroturf which is really nice it's totally. at least getting outside getting off your ass and like getting and away the from weather oh. yes the weather some Rain, sunshine
1: snow, everything yeah
0: <laughs> and I think even driving is a pain in the butt but you have some concentrated time with your kiddos you can get them off their phone yeah. and just yeah. be there and and check in I think those it's are really so true valuable moments
1: I didn't even think about that. You're right. I feel like norm. a lot of times I'm like, stop fighting. But Yeah,
0: well, we'll that, like, we were killing each other, my brothers and I. I.
1: It's just, I'm like, I'm going to pull this car over. I'm like, such a yes. mom now. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, like, we've created playlists. And so Ryder has his playlist that it's, like, his pump-up one. Yes. And so we'll put that on. And we'll, he'll, like, roll down all the windows. And he'll just sit there and kind of, like, jam out. You know, and, like, and then Maxine has hers, which is, like, super girly and, like, happy. And so it's fun. And, like, we try to do the bring music into it too. Cause that's just such another way to inspire and feel things. So yeah, just, I don't know, trying to take those moments. So thank you for that reminder that that the car time's important it, because you, I mean, a lot.
0: <laughs> I even appreciate car time with my dogs. that obviously don't have kids, but cause I mean, even they're like doing their own thing. I know this sounds crazy and I wouldn't compare it to humans, but it's yeah. stuff is moving all the time in meetings and you're running and like, anytime you have okay. concentrated time where it's, you're just still i mean you're driving but you're pretty still and you're with things you care about it's like mm-hmm. a moment to be like probably for five seconds till so someone kills them or they you, kills each other or hates the song totally. or whatever um, yeah but even music's a great like grounding point of like we can connect on this like we have yeah. common grounds here like let's breathe on the fighting for four
1: seconds the, the music has been really great i think we do a lot of kids bop because it's like current music where it's like the kids sing it and there's there isn't the bad word or there aren't the bad words in it which is great because I think it's just so hard to find yeah because I like a lot of rap and like <laughs> hip-hop and that kind of this stuff, is the core I know like, come through yeah, yes. Like I want to like jam out you know and, <laughs> and and I do but then and like sometimes like a word will slip in and they'll be like uh mommy they just said that word I'm like yeah I know I know just ignore it you know <laughs> so, like, do they have like Wu-Tang for kids bop like how deep does this kids bop go well, I mean like Old Town Road. I don't know if there's, oh, there an okay. max but it's oh, like that's a bummer. There's Bieber okay. stuff. Like it's all like current, but <laughs> okay. not like hard.
0: No maybe future, someday. no Drake. No, well, maybe some Drake. I don't know. I'll really? see some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that with my windows up just so it doesn't ruin my super oh. badass reputation. <laughs> yeah, girl. Watch out. Dude, I'm so that's glad good. we didn't have social media because if your kids were seeing, again, we weren't that bad, but like some videos and stuff from Vail. College. I mean college yeah all of it no no i mean i felt
1: like lacrosse chicks like we played really hard on the field and off the field like 100 yeah so i like videoing and stuff like no that is not okay
0: evidence i didn't even have a
1: phone until College and it was like one of those Nokia ones where you could yeah. change the faceplate, you know.
0: <laughs> no screen, no photos. Thank goodness. Yeah, Thank no goodness. evidence. Oh man, no. how the trajectory no. might be different. Yeah, but yeah, um, that
1: makes me nervous. <laughs>
0: We're going to keep the pictures just a painting and then everything else digital, like we're keeping them offline Perfect. and everything else.
1: <laughs> I love it. Please. <laughs>
0: it's it's kind of crazy how fast that stuff does change. But again, kind of going back mm-hmm. to the art, I think it's great where you can kind of bring in those roots and provide that outlet, have your kiddos into it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, I think there are a lot of creatives out there, particularly in painting and art that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've got a full-time career, maybe they've got kiddos or married, whatever what was your first step into being like, okay, I'm going to leap and I'm going to do this full time. Cause I think that initial step is probably the hardest.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, so true. I think it's just the confidence and knowing you have found your voice and what makes you new, unique as an artist. I think, um, that's quite a process too. It wasn't like one day I just painted something and it was like a success, you know, um, it's that, Again, long journey, building up, building up, and learning. Um, And then I just found with mine, like, each piece is sculpted. um, uh, Like, I'll show you. Let me retrieve. Um, Each piece is sculpted first. And so you can see how off the canvas it is. And it's kind of, you can touch it. So there's tactile, but also visual. Um, Just because I always, you know, you grow up, like, don't touch the art. And so I want to be like, you can touch the art. It's okay. So that kind of was like my signature thing, kind of my unique thing that made me different from other art. Um, And then loving to do like headdresses, like there's one, a big one behind me that needs to be delivered soon. Um, That was a different angle. And then just kind of my approach to art kind of evolved to where people wanted it too. And so I think once I kind of built up that, um, knowing that it could be successful um, and that I was still working full time, but doing this on the side and then, finally i got to a point where i'm like i think i can do this full time and i'll be happier too um and i think it was once we stopped um having children (laughs) so and i knew because it's i feel like you're for being pregnant and then afterwards about a year afterwards it's just hard like you're nursing you're raising kids it's crazy and you're you're mentally a little messed up too from all those pregnancy hormones and just trying to figure out what's the schedule routine of life now that you have an extra human in there um and so we were we were good at three. And so then once we had Roxanne and I we were past that one year, I was like, I think I'm ready to really commit to this and push this forward. So I can still be a good mom and raise my kids, but I want this to be my journey too. And so I think that was like the stepping the the point that I knew, like, okay, I'm confident with this area of my life and that I can invest more time into this. Cause I feel like a lot of times we spread ourselves too thin because there is so much opportunity out there. Um, and I was definitely doing that with like flowers and dental and this. Yeah. And then finally I realized like out of all of these things, this is what makes me the happiest. I look forward to even on the weekends, being in the studio, painting and creating and, you know, and getting out there. Um, so I'm trying to leave, think back what your question was. But I mean, it was really just about taking that first step, but it sounds like yeah. you kind
0: of did it slow, built the community, built your systems. Exactly. And then- Took the leap, but I really think that the the piece of advice that that is hard for myself as well, even though as I've, as kind of like my business and consulting has transitioned. Is knowing that you are prepared to do it. You do have the community. You have the skill set. Even though your skill set was didn't look like a million years of art, you had one-on-one conversations where you learned how to listen yeah. and um uh, mm-hmm. working with small tools and I mean, you know, the tactile stuff, like you were really prepared yeah. working with the team. And so mm-hmm. I think people are think they're less prepared when really like life journey, I always say God, universe, Madonna, whatever you believe,
1: has been yeah. preparing you for that point. You just have to see it. No, it's so true. You have to see it. And I think it takes a minute for you to sit down and think like what is my voice? Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? And I think as long as you know what your clear path is, then you can move forward with that. And like, and it doesn't have to be exact, like mine's still going to evolve. All of us evolve through time, hopefully, you know, and hopefully improve um, through our different journeys. But I think the biggest key is just knowing what you want to say, what you want to represent. And I think I struggled with that for a while because I was like, well, should I try to push this? Or should I try to be this? And I'm like, what is, what am I though? Like, I'm happy. I want to create with color. I want to make people happy and I want you to experience it. And I'm like, well, that can be what I'm pushing forward. It doesn't have to be a political statement for me because I'm more private on that kind of stuff, you know, which is fine for whatever route people want to take. I encourage what's you do that, you know? Um, so I feel like that was the biggest turning point when I was like, okay, I'm ready. I know what I want to say. I love that. You That's know, very, nothing at all. <laughs> very well said.
0: Well, I mean, yes, I know. I think you say a lot. You just, the way your point of communication, art, music, you know, rapping, whatever it is, is I, it is using your voice, but it's doing it in your way. And yeah. I, I love what you said, where you have to kind of take time to do your own personal work. I know with my own journey of, um, self evolution. Uh, yeah. it, it was like very like, okay, I'm doing this. Like money's coming in, but like, do I really give a shit? Like, is this putting, you know, totally. things, does this matter? And you know, yeah. the podcast started like literally using my mm-hmm. voice, not really having a plan what I was going to say, but mm-hmm. I knew that I couldn't, stand you know young people uh being sold a dream through marketing and branding and that's what i did so i'm like we got to start ha- highlighting people questioning mm-hmm. about or doing this because there are examples of people doing this you don't have to be spoon-fed a reality so m- it's true you have to check in with I'm yourself and unpack that
1: yeah yeah i think just the encouragement and knowing that i think rejection is a huge thing too um mm-hmm. And I've, I've felt it a lot through life. Like we all have, I feel like there's probably more rejections than there are acceptances. Um, and that's okay. You know, it just makes you harder, appreciate it more, want that grind and push and know, like, if this is where you need to be, it's going to happen. And I think just trusting in, trusting in God or in yourself or in whatever's out there or whatever you want it to be, um, I think is important too. Cause there'll be times like, someone will be like, I I just don't really get your art or I don't like it. You know, I'm like, okay you know, I mean, they don't come out and say that, but they're like, no, I'm good on this piece. I don't want this. I'm like, fine. You know, that's great. But I know that something else is going to come along. Yeah. And that's what I think you got to remember always is that there's so much opportunity out there. Something is going to come along. But I mean, obviously you have to work for it and aggressively yeah. pursue it, um, but it'll happen. So I feel like that's like, just knowing, like, sometimes I get stressed. I'm like, oh, I'm not working on a piece right now, or I don't know when my next piece is coming, my next client, when I'm going to get another request. So then I'll start painting something else. And then like three or four will come the next day, you know, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. I'll try for something and not get it, but then something else positive happens. So I think just being able to go with that roller coaster of ups and downs and just still being confident and knowing what you're doing matters and it's where you need to be. I think it's just the self-confidence I think is hard, especially when you're on your own, like you yeah. are with... Tumor and tequila and just like a lot of artists, you know, it's not a team of people. And so if someone doesn't like it, it's your work that they don't like, you know, it's not like this whole group of people. So I think that's hard, but knowing that you're not alone.
0: Yeah. Well, I really encourage, um, I work with like kind of a group of podcasters and it's been so reaffirming. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, we don't really know what we're doing and the space is evolving so much. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm in it, I'm confident what I do and I'm confident how I show up and years down the road, I might be like, I can't believe I said that, like that's completely taboo or politically incorrect totally. or who knows how we're going to evolve. Um, But it's worth it to me to have that risk and be wrong than say nothing yeah. and just pretend that I'm right. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's not what life's about and just like failing as a kiddo you know in college or whatever being one upped by the Mm -hmm. seniors or you got to kind of go out there so you learn and then you get on to the next thing so true
1: I think with that and like it's just so important to not overly shelter your kids which it's hard because you know like I want to shelter mine and be like get that kid away or you be nice or you know like my kid needs to be nicer all this stuff but um guide them yes but still like they we all have to experience life even now still like our parents can't Like shelter us and keep us from experiencing it. So. (laughs)
0: They had no idea.
1: No (laughs) idea. I feel like mine weren't involved in my life as much as I'm involved in my kids.
0: (laughs) The downside of social media is like the parents can get on there too. And like, we can see what's going where, even when I was coaching, I was like, "Mm, was there a party this weekend? Cause like you look hungover (laughs) and now we're running a million 400. So I'm going to need you to figure this out. Um, And you're puking on the side. So yeah. And I don't do throw up. So you got to (laughs) go. But All right. So if you're out there and you're listening, you're really looking to like lean into to creativity. I, you know, so I've got the podcast and I want to lean into fashion. And I like when you were saying, you Sweet. know, all like your journey, kind of led you to this point, even though like it wasn't an art background as mm-hmm. I was unpacking. This, I'm like, I really want to do like fashion. I'm like, wait, what the F do I know? Like I've never done fashion. I, I wear yeah. neon tights. Like who does anyone else it. care about this? Um, yeah. but I think if I look at my journey and unpack it, you can probably see a, a multitude of things that happened that really did prepare me for this. So if you're out there and you're thinking like, totally. I'm not prepared. I don't know if you, I think if you look at your past, you probably are more prepared than you think.
1: I I think that's such a great way to put it. It's so true. I feel like your life lessons and things you've experienced can help you create it in the end. Um, and it doesn't have to be jump in with both feet, you know, like test the water, see how it feels and let it evolve slowly. But then some people jump right in and get it done too. I think we're all different. I tend to hold on to things, um, whether it's relationships or uh, clothes um, yes. that I should have thrown out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my Rock and Republic jeans. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> just, so I think for me, I needed to like hold on to my whole dental side that was such a, who I was with my dad, you know, who is no longer with us. So that was hard to shut that door to start something new. So I think we all have a different approach for life too. And I think you just got to know yourself on, Do you just jump in or slowly do it or medium? Like, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it other than you just got to do it though. Yeah. You can't be on the sidelines just waiting for something to happen because it's not going to. Someone else is going to do it instead.
0: Exactly. Well, and like your art, my podcast, like everyone's a podcaster. You don't need to be you know, have everybody as a client or a fan or whatever, there's billions oh, of humans. You only need a mm-hmm. few. And yeah. even then, if it's it's just you and your mom or your husband or whatever, that's your immediate fans, that's enough. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you can have this outlet, that's your authentic self, you really don't need all these, you know, billions of humans. And in fact, I think that could be a suffocating reality as much as I want to be Madonna or Beyonce. I have empathy for their realities. <laughs> you
1: can't go to McDonald's looking like a hot mess. Like, I, I don't want to give that up. Like I, no, it's hard not going to McDonald's the next day after the big event or something. We should have did our podcast there, actually just keeping it all on brand. I mean, I did take my kids there last week and we all had happy meals and I had a quarter yes. pounder double cheese. Uh, so. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> keeping it real. I love yes. it your body needs that shock of unhealthy food. So I completely
0: agree. Yeah. You can only keep it a hundred, you know, so much, uh, uh yeah. or ever, I mean, or uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, if, if you are looking to get out there again, look at the the past of what you've come through, what you've done, uh, leaning mm-hmm. into the journey. I really like how they just kind of continuing thread through this conversation of, you know, self-evolution and checking back in with yourself, your happiness level, what it is. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't express enough how important that creative angle is, whether it's music or art, um, mm-hmm. to not only facilitate your own heart, but then bring in new communities. And sometimes letting yeah. go of stuff, like letting, mm-hmm. I have to clean up my house continuously because I just, there's shit everywhere. Um, Same. <laughs> but like you said, like your are to your dad. I want you kind of explain like how you sign your piece. I think that's really cool. Oh, I think yeah. sometimes when you have to let go of things that are really hard, you can find different ways to carry them through and let, you know, their voice, their life, their memory yeah. come
1: through and impact the future. It's so true. I think just to continue to honor them, um, and just a nod to your past because yeah, whether you're successful or not, or like where you are today is because of your past, you know, and your family and your parents. And I feel like it's always important to thank them or bring it full circle. Um, just cause that's what I would want my kids to do too, later on in life. Um, my dad, he passed away about six years ago and, um, my I have one sister, so with uh, Sexton is our my maiden name, and so now there's only girls on that on our side, and so the Sexton name is gone. Um, so I changed my middle name to Sexton, and then every piece, every piece or painting I sign C Sexton W, and it's just to kind of honor my dad in every piece, and just kind of just a little nod to him and remember just where I came from, and I don't know, it just makes me think of him a little bit, and I think it's important just so he's yeah. not forgotten. He was just, he made such a huge impact on my life and so many others. So I don't know. It's like the one way that even though I'm not doing dental anymore.
0: (laughs) But the skills carried through. He prepared you accordingly. It just came out in a different way. I think that's... I think that though, on the heart side, it's so amazing because it displays this really human vulnerability. And even mm-hmm. on the business side as like our consumers evolve and humans want to want something more authentic. Like I bought this painting from this woman that had a similar story to me and she signs her paintings mm-hmm. like this. And it's really mm-hmm. a humanizing, I hate to say humanizing the brand; it's really not throughout the business, but it's humanizing our reality where we can really have this common denominator. And then now you have this beautiful art piece that not only you love the way it looks at, like you can walk by and like, think of something positively every time it's you see
1: so it. so true. It's so true it's because I mean you want to connect because there is so much art out there so many amazing artists and really beautiful things that people are creating. and so it's like, how what's going to make you different? And so that's why I do try to connect with people because sometimes people buy a painting by just the name, you know, maybe the name or the title of it speaks to them um, or just the story of my dad and Alzheimer's and yeah. that trip, that story. I, I think it's just like, how are you going to connect with someone and make something meaningful to them even though it's meaningful to you too? Or like, you know, and like in the collaborations, like with businesses and stuff, like I think that's so fun and important and like talking to you on this is really cool so I just keep evolving and moving forward and I just think there's always something new and with art too it's not just painting or music like it's writing it's Mm -hmm. there's so many ways to be creative and I feel like so many people are like I'm just not creative I'm like yeah but you can write this amazing letter you put this together well or your visuals are so good on this so I just feel like your vessel doesn't have to be a paintbrush or like the piano or something there's it's it's just endless out there what you can do Create Absolutely. something
0: new. Very well said. I've walked into some of my friends' pantries and the way it's organized. I'm like, this is art. I'm like, oh, right? F, did you even? This, like the cornflakes have a so tripleware and it's labeled. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like Zen in there. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this is, yeah. I'm just going to sleep in here. Yeah. Is that okay? Like,
1: yeah. Ours <laughs> are like half ripped boxes, like shoved <laughs> in there. There's know, like a mouse. Into, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hashtag like, protein. There's powdered sugar <laughs> all over, <laughs> you know it's sticky from honey. Like I yeah. wish I was better at organizing. I mean, well,
0: we can't be at all. You can't, you can't be strong, oh. good at lacrosse, whatever, like good at drinking beer. <laughs> what else do you want from me? You know, like what else? <laughs> it's Rose. I really
1: Yeah. Drinking Rose.
0: Tequila. We can't do fermented anything. We've, we've, we're dialing in the nutrition and playing the line as totally. much as we can. Oh, yeah, No Cal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I That's love amazing. it. Well, but I think oh. another major through line of this is life is like, we, we started out we're hot messes, like all of our lacrosse Mm -hmm. crews in the best way, but Mm -hmm. what a beautiful situation. Like what a beautiful, this sounds so cliche, but what a beautiful journey of everything we didn't control kind of coming together. And it will continue to be like ups and downs, obviously. And some, some major breakdowns and breakthroughs, but like, Mm -hmm. what a beautiful tornado of like, shit, we couldn't even have planned. And here we go.
1: I think I agree. And I just feel like it, it connected you with people that you wouldn't normally probably be friends with or not know what, connected you and we all had lacrosse like mm-hmm. going to du there's five of us that were like best friends and played together and we still talk and meet for birthday dinners and and we all and i don't talk to anybody really from high school anymore it's all my yeah. college girls that i played lacrosse with or with you or like people that you went through that hard those hardcore moments of like blood sweat and tears on the field and traveling and like 6 a.m two days and all that mm-hmm. stuff like i feel like those moments when you're at your lowest, I feel like, or like trying so hard. and It's just hard. Like you yeah. really connect with those people. Um, yeah. and they kind of last for a long time, which is nice. It's so the-
0: the best (laughs) gift ever. No, I'm so with you. It's, I I've stayed in touch a little bit with high school crew, but mostly my lax humans because, Mm -hmm. or my CrossFit, like my fitness humans have always been my through line. And that's what I hope with all these creative conversations that people find their communities, you find other artists, because it's, I I think you get your certain pockets, but that community Mm -hmm. is so critical. Do you ever look back at your young self and you're like, I can't believe I did that. Like, I feel like sometimes my 18 year old self is well beyond where I am at 40.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I feel, I try never to regret because then I would like regret so many things and I'd like no no it's we're all here for a reason yeah depressed um so but yeah I do look back and I'm like how did I not die or how did like
0: but even being responsible and showing up for 6 a.m practices like having our shit together
1: when we were like college kids but we it was like a full-time job oh yeah no the hard stuff for practice and that we would do like the two three-hour practices and like out in like the sleeting snow and like Dude, mental warfare all you had was under but... <laughs> armor on and like your fast suit, you know, and it was, or you forgot so cold. it. So you don't have it. And totally and yeah. you're soaked to the bone and you look like a little drowned rat. Like, yeah. no, all of that stuff. Like I, I couldn't go through that now. Like, yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm not doing this, <laughs> but yeah, it's my... like, <laughs>
0: No, i drove ahead. two thousand miles with my jeep that didn't have ac which i still have by the way um oh, i have you have that jeep yeah still? I, I mean I it's wondering. parked it's parked for the most part but it's like my heart and it has so it's many cool. memories um yep. but no ac pulling a 10 5 by 10 cargo trailer i don't know driving totally. it by 70 shit i'm like i would never do that now like no what?
1: no so it's I, yeah <laughs> i don't know. I think it was good it I It was good absolutely builds that grit that that we all need more yeah. of <laughs> yeah
0: my kids just not ever during to
1: yeah <laughs> uh yeah Ryder played in it but he's 10 yeah but you and, were there uh, yeah Different. I was there and I just remember like he was with like 10 other boys and they were like we're gonna go walk around lion's head for a little bit I'm like mm. oh okay and it was okay. Like, I, okay. I mean, they're not into drink or anything. They're 10. Yeah. yeah. But I was, part of me was like, oh my gosh, you're going to get stolen. You know, like something stupid went through my head like that. But I'm like, no, wait, they're fine. They're 10 year old boys. It's like, like, we always did it. So it's okay. So yeah. it was cool. It was good for him to be able to have that independence and experience male on a calmer level and not like.
0: High school, college, yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna say some prayers for you. I full faith they will all be okay. um yeah. But I'm I'm here for me, for you if you need some backup. Thanks. I'll be like, wait, what does this mean, Kale? I'm gonna go. It's on TikTok. Look at my video. Here we are. botoxing oh, my soul through social media. Yes. <laughs>
1: perfect oh my gosh
0: it's a little scary but, but oh I love it oh I can't I have to come see you again I gotta obviously come to the studio yes, um please. I want I, I, I do we have to and we'll have to do some sort of like maybe we'll do a podcast there or something the acoustics the if you look at this on YouTube her ceiling I'm sure the acoustics might be kind of brutal for a podcast but it's drop-dead gorgeous they took out the ceiling her studio situation is yeah beautiful
1: I've got um, a good um sitting area over here too that, oh perfect sit right there
0: yes we can scroll that a light. desk yeah just kidding. I'll bring Rose and find tequila and rosé. Yes. <laughs> we'll upgrade our life. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, there's so many things I want to, I don't want to share all the lack stories, but there's so many things we can go on to, but where do we
1: find you? Give me Instagram and give me website. Give me the deets. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I would say really Instagram. I try to post a few times a week. I'm trying to be, uh, more like better with that um, just because it's such a good avenue for marketing yeah and absolutely. that was what I found has definitely escalated my work even more because I'm always painting but people don't know that you know so then they see it and it's just like you know keep putting it out there and like oh I want that you know yeah so Instagram um, and it's just uh, c sexton w studio and then I have a website too and I always have everything um, posted on that as well and that one's c sexton w um and then my information's on there too if you ever need to email me or get in contact but i mean instagram's pretty good too
0: i love so. it so cost and time <laughs> effective everyone's on there um but check yeah. out cuz she's been, been cuz you guys are doing live shows again right is that even what it's called the correct term for like when you go do um like, like people like, come see art displayed yeah. Like galleries and stuff. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um, so. yeah, no,
1: no. I'm like, I'm I mean, like, you know, you go to the bar <laughs> <laughs> give yeah. me a clue here. I don't like, I don't sing. So, um, yeah, no, um, I have like clients out to my studio and stuff to talk through things, or I do a lot of zoom calls, um, which has been great. Uh, Like that I feel like COVID has really elevated that side of it. So, um, and then I'll do uh, different events and stuff. Like I've been um, to the free market and different things where I'll sculpt and do some live painting. So yes. Oh, cool. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So I think there's definitely different things. I'll post it on Instagram if I'm doing anything like that. Um, But I mean, always up for a conversation and I, I never try to push my art on anybody either, and I appreciate anytime someone contacts and like wants to know about it and talk about it. But I'm but I don't make them. I'm like, you not, you don't have to buy anything. So because yeah. it's such a commitment. So I hope people always feel comfortable with me. It would just, if they just want to talk about art and hear the process or anything, I think it's fun. Yes, so.
0: the human connect yeah. through.
1: I will push your connect. art,
0: and I will say you need to go see it. Even so. just check out the Instagram <laughs> because the way you do the videos, it's like very soothing. You get to see some of okay, like good. The, the creative process no it's really mm-hmm. cool i mean you know some people like seeing like ice cream being poured or like something being smashed it's very like it's totally. a cool process to see it i'm not really familiar with art but i love it so i love seeing some of the behind the scenes type stuff good yeah, yeah I i've it's... learned
1: that people want to see how it's made yeah versus yeah. Just the finished product and so a lot of them i pour an acrylic resin um or an epoxy resin over it um and so that gives it that high gloss um like mirrored effect like this one has uh, and it makes it kind of more modern and it makes the colors pop and I use acrylic paint but it um, makes it look almost like oil paint because it's so intense in color so I love there's a lot of different mediums I like and then like this is my favorite tool it's a burger <laughs> flipper um I use it to sculpt um, yes. so this is my favorite and then I just have lots of tools and I've got some dental tools um no way use dental tool I love oh, this uh-huh. is so serendipitous that's so cool yeah no, I use scalers to get in there and make it smaller and any tools I can use. So yeah, yeah
0: so check it out. <laughs> and she does like a lot of nature and nature inspired. Um, but then there's like some neon in there. So it's a really diverse Ooh, yeah. Love good like, colors. Yeah. You check a lot of boxes. So I think the audience good. is very, very broad.
1: Awesome. I tried to, I, I want to bring in more. I, I'm excited for the next challenge or what's the next step, you know, who do I get to work with next to create something new? Um, I don't know. I'm just hungry and excited, yes. and just—I don't know—just excited.
0: <laughs> I love hearing that. That's like kiddo when you first lacrosse practice or you start something new and you got to learn. I don't know if you still do art classes, but like getting back mm-hmm. to that mode of learning and creating—that is so yeah. botox. Like that is so good for you. It's so true. Everything.
1: I mean, every piece I learned something new because I work a lot with water and making it kind of organic. Um, and a lot of times the paints do something that, that's unexpected. And I think that's really fun too, to be like, oh, what's this going to do now? Or this color on top of that color wash. And I don't know, I'm always trying to figure out new approaches to it too. Still in the realm of, of, of what I like to create.
0: So. I love it. Do you ever not want to let your paintings go?
1: Uh, definitely when I first started out. Like I still have a lot of my first couple pieces. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I do, but... But I'm also so excited to get it out so I can start the next piece. Yeah. Um, And since I've done it for so long now, it's I feel good. Like, my mom is the one that's more like, I need that piece, Cora. And I'm yeah. like, Mom, it's sold. It's for someone else. She's like, I need that, Cora. You, I'm your mother. And I'm like, I know, Mom, but it's not mine to give, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I hold on to ones like or i'll make some for my daughter like and my kids like here's one um this one's actually up in roxanne's room
0: oh my god i love it and
1: i was using it because a client wanted it in a smaller form um okay so i make pieces for my kids and family members and so i still get to experience it too but we don't yeah. have that much more wall space so. i was like, gonna say you can gotta always, go
0: <laughs> you can stay stay attached the, the old jeans stay the painting has to go it's just it is I what know. it is the jeans I are here first a, A lot of stacks of jeans up in that closet. (laughs) I love it. Um, And a portion of your proceeds
1: of the headdresses kick back to a nonprofit? Yes, they go to um, a nonprofit here in Denver, and it supports um, Native American children and families. And um, so each headdress piece sold, part of that goes to them. And it's just, I'm so excited to see where that goes as well, because I think it's really important to the Native American culture. And it's in my upbringing as well but just to give back and show it just honor it too um I think is really important so I hope to continue like moving that path and bringing that full circle too just to show my appreciation
0: absolutely well again it's just Across creativity, all these things, bringing people together and kind of lighting a light in all of our own hearts. Um, so I think true. my dog is sensing the energy. I've, she's never like this and she's literally outside the door. I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> doing beer pongs or something, but um, totally. <laughs> but check Cora's art out. It's amazing. It's, it's again, it's super like different and diverse, but absolutely beautiful. Colorado native. Um, I'm always here for my local humans doing a thing, especially when I've known them for 20 years or so. Um, but I'm excited and I love to see us grown-up I'm using air quotes but our grown-up oh, no. selves
1: I feel like talking to you that we're like 20 again <laughs> absolutely uh I'm we like, are
0: let it be known
1: I know. I'm like, it just feels so good
0: I want to be like dude did you do you your cleats like we got it we're late and the refs are yelling at us I haven't unloaded the trailer yet but let's go warm up
1: totally totally but I don't know the whole Colorado I do one thing too I not just headdresses but I do um uh, a lot of mountain pieces. Can I show you one mountain piece? Yeah, so it's let's in the yeah. Anything you want okay. to show? Absolutely. Thanks. Please. I'm so bad at this part of things. The marketing. <laughs> um. So this piece right. Here, well, there's my dog. Oh my that's god, Dookie. how cute! Hi, baby. Yeah. Hey. Hey,
0: Dookie. I yeah. wish my dog was like in that mode right now. That would be appreciated for my audio.
1: Right. Okay. Let me see. Can you see th- that? So this is a huge mountain piece. Yes. That's drying. And then it's gonna have like some elk on it, um, and different things.
0: Oh my god, it's Not gorgeous. Sure I that. love Sorry. the three, the three-dimensional. That's so awesome.
1: Yeah, and so like, different. Um, I'll show you this one and then I'll let you go. I know time's probably no, running ready. out. So, like this is a bandana and my mom wears um wild rags. Okay. What they're called, and it's what cowboys wear around their faces when they're like out in the fields or to keep dust from going in their face and mouth and stuff um but this is another way that they wear them is just with like a little uh metal tie but you can see like how off the canvas this is yeah and so it's all sculpted on there and then painted but so this is like I do a lot of like wild rags and stuff too bandanas and different things
0: you have I'm not going to label it correctly but you have like different uh is it genres of art or yeah yeah right
1: okay. a lot of a lot with like not just all Western, because like this one over here is just super modern, and that's going to a house, um, and it has a lot of texture, and that's a matte finish. Um, but definitely, uh, and then this one's going to have some words go on it, um, that are sculpted words and stuff. So oh, cool. Yeah, and just different clients wanting different things, but still with what within the realm of what I do, and a lot of flowers too. But um, still a lot of good nods to Western, but not just cowboy or Native American or but a lot of Colorado I would say yeah
0: <laughs> I love it well you gotta you gotta go on there and check out what she's doing because again it's like diversity in colors diversity in uh inspiration in the art forms flowers to western the maps were really cool with like neon highlights oh, yeah, the maps
1: that was yeah.
0: fun there's the Denver there, maps <laughs> yeah there's all kinds of cool stuff and you kind of kind of know but I really love the I don't want to say secret stuff but like the little intentional details that you may not know I just always feel like that like art even t-shirts and fashion like those things that people so don't know true. make it so much more personal
1: I mean that's so true, and then that's like you were just saying too. It's like your connection to that person, and that's like why just to them, like why it's special to them, and something nice. someone might not, not know that's what that was, or like there's flowers on certain parts, or yeah, anything to connect,
0: girl. I'm so proud of you. I, we are out Thanks. here as grown. I'm proud adults. of you. I mean, this
1: Thank is you. cool. you're so good at talking. Well, <laughs> like, who knew? Thank God I there was that. this. Became a thing. <laughs> but you're easy to talk to, and this was so fun to like. I don't know, get to share. And I was so nervous at the beginning. And I'm like, I forget that uh you're recording this. And it's just don't even not worry. just us hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which we do need to do rosé and tequila IRL in real
0: life Um, and, and catch up. Because I think that squad points. These, this is always such a good reminder of like, we got to make time. You got to get the LAX squad back together.
1: It is true. Because I feel like, you know, I tend to hang out with parents that my kids hang out with. You know, like our my kids kind of dictate that. And so sure. I- When you do take that moment and take that time to reconnect with people and go do that, it's just so rewarding and it just feels good. Um so yeah, I need to make that effort. So with you. Tell the girls
0: all the the DU homies um that I said hello. uh, I will definitely Of course they remember you how could they not <laughs> again yeah tell myself the g we're out here um Perfect. but yes but I appreciate you check out core what she's got going on I hope you uh my listening audience can go see some of her stuff in person because again they're beautiful online but seeing some of the three-dimensional and the texture so uh, and just her energy around her art I think is a really it's an awesome thing if you're leaning into be a creative tap into her reach out I don't know if you're open to like helping coach or mentor or anything but her journey is an amazing one so if you're thinking about it and making that leap lean into what she has going on in her whole situation
1: yeah I would I'm happy to help motivate I or just encourage I feel like just encouragement is what we all need and yes. just to know that you can do it and that there's just so much opportunity yeah. so just Absolutely. get out there and do it yes <laughs> that's the hardest thing rip that's the band-aid true. off and just do it
0: again our 18 year old selves just show up you practice it's time
1: I don't <laughs> you got to be there 15 minutes earlier you're late so <laughs> Oh, that, that
0: ended at college just as my rebellious self like we're done Same. with that
1: Yeah. I wish I would have kept that up. I need that. (laughs) I love it. All right. We'll check her out. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate this. This was so fun. And I just appreciate getting to talk about this and connecting with you too.
0: I miss you. Let's check in maybe in a year and see how some of the art has progressed
1: so i go i don't get to talk to you for a year
0: yeah a whole year nope this is not my phone. no no i've told you we got to do this in person i don't know that it's good to record yes. or not so we can actually talk tell real stories or the yeah. real detailed stories um but no let's check in on the business side personal stuff Oh, that'd we'll be do so fun at um yeah. what are the, some of those gross bars we used to go to candlelight or dawn yep yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember the candlelight and the Kentucky Inn. <laughs> oh, God. There was like a cringe over your face as you were saying it. Like, it's all coming back to me now as Celine
1: <laughs> Beyonce. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. But that was so fun. And like, oh, I know. I remember dressing up um, in like aerobics attire for one thing, or just we,
0: that would have been one of my CR Slacks bashes. I think we did. Okay.
1: And that all your a... shirts that you made, yeah. I still have the one of the Silver Fox from Vail. What was Yes. Piece? Phil. Phil, Phil Long. I still have he, that purple one with his picture on it. upstairs yeah. in my closet. Katie G was just up there. He's still playing.
0: He's nice. still yeah. So next at time the you're chop up there, house, right? No, dude, we were at the the uh, Red Lion. Oh, we didn't have no, chop at house. The, he, no, but he's at the chop house now. I think oh, he is he? It. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I think he owns like two restaurants. Jokes on us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I maybe don't don't take any of this for no, I credit. think well oh Katie G, one of my I think you played with her, longtime lacrosse human. Um okay. played at Mason from Arapahoe High School. Oh yeah, yeah. She was a few years younger than us, like 10. Um, but <laughs> she was up there because she works for Cores now. I'm telling all her business on the podcast. And she saw him, but I think he does. He owns like two restaurants or something. Yeah. He's living the he dream. Still the... Yeah. I think I hope I want to unveil properties and just cover Whitney Houston. I literally will have no one there, but we'll just put it in I my can't mind. wait
1: to see your outfits. I think that's
0: <laughs> that is Well, you can see my version of art right here. It's yeah, it's like actually it. a Chanel bottle and I pop art, you know, is kind of like the rebel of the art world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, new, but we might have to like co-conspire at some point and get something custom I think it's going. fun. I love that hot color <laughs>
1: business happening. Hot colors are so good. Uh, hot
0: color hot girl summer neon for life you know me
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that that's a good I need a t-shirt that says that okay
0: (laughs) I got you I literally got you um all right we'll we'll wrap soon uh Cora please go check her out we could talk so much more um but we'll check in in a year and see what's going on awesome sounds good thanks so much